0: Quarantine dream This is kind of to Corona Connections Worldwide, the podcast where I check in with friends in different countries around the world to see how the pandemic has affected them there. I am your host, Angela Callender, and we're broadcasting per my Zoom background from an empty Bourbon Street and more specifically the tropical aisle at Orleans and Bourbon Street on the rare occasions when I would venture down to Bourbon. That was one of the balconies I used to enjoy going to back in the day. Um, I have ranted on the show a couple times about how crazy things have been in the quarter, um, despite COVID surges. But I have to report that I just took old Ollie pup on a nice long walk through the quarter, um, and it was pretty dead. But it is kind of chilly, and it is Monday. So, um, but anyway, it was glad that I didn't see a whole lot of people out Um, today we are going to South Africa to check in with my friend Zell she and I were teachers together in Thailand or not at the same school or anything but um, the foreigners tend to find one another it came up in the interview that um, my work had been put on a brief hiatus due to some COVID activity um, and I want to give the update that we did go back to work the very next day, Friday, and today's Monday. And so, anyway, back at work. Yay. Um, as always, there's the, the plugs for social media. <laughs> if you want to find us on Corona Connects Pod on Instagram or Rona Connects Pod on Twitter, but the Twitter is honestly, maybe just need to let that die. I don't know if it was ever really alive to begin with and like or subscribe, review, rate, tell a friend, buzzwords, jargon, synergy. Let's go. Okay, but let me go ahead and introduce you. Um, today we are joined from South Africa by my friend Zell. She and I were English teachers in Thailand together. We had Valapa on the show a couple weeks ago to tell us what it was like in Thailand um, during the pandemic. Um, Zell would have also been acquainted with Valapa. We had many fun nights at her restaurant. Um, you'll be glad to know she's doing well if you haven't <laughs> been keeping up with her.
1: Um, you are back in Cape Town now, is that right? Um, yes, for so, two weeks. Okay. Otherwise, I'm staying in the garden route. Okay. Um,
0: is, is that where you were coming from yesterday? Yes, yes, today. Oh, sorry, today. <laughs> uh, it's, it's nine in the morning for me and, and five in the afternoon for Zell. So she's enjoying her beer. I'm enjoying my coffee. <laughs> um, but so you came from the, you're coming from the garden route earlier today. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and how long of a journey is that? It's about four hours, four and a half hours driving. Gotcha. And you said you're
1: starting a, a new job back up tomorrow? Yeah, I started commercial for the next two weeks here in Cape Town. Don't know which one yet. (laughs) Or for who.
0: Yeah, Zal is also in the uh, the the entertainment film uh, production industry. I started working this year on a TV show back in March, uh, that shut down after two weeks because of the because of the pandemic, and uh, we just started back up at the end of October, um, and was really excited about that. But um, I don't know what it's like for y'all, and definitely want to talk about it a little bit. But I mean, we get tested three times a week. I've been I have had to be very careful because if I come up positive I can't work for two weeks but as we're learning a few people turned up positive so the whole thing's been shut down since Wednesday or no we got sent home on sure. t- we got sent home on Tuesday morning and then we were hoping to come back yesterday we were hoping to come back today which is Thursday it's they're still like maybe tomorrow um <laughs> but they can't share a lot of information. And so I, like, I don't really know how many people have come up positive. I don't know even what the rules are, like what's preventing us from starting back up. So we're kind of back in limbo again, um, trying to determine if we can go back to work yet. (laughs)
1: Let's be excited. It's, it's my first job this year. Oh, really? Gosh. Yeah. It's been hectic regarding the film industry. It's been very, very slow. Like, Uh um, Studios has opened up before but now only freelancing has been open for a while, so jobs have been very, really, very really scarce. So I'm very pleased to have this one. Right. Do you do mostly commercial stuff? And I did. Um like studio work for three years now and now I'm back freelancing doing commercials and films.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um so, but you say you don't have very many details about the job yet. Like, you do you know what kind of um, protocols you're going to be subjected to in terms of, like, the, the testing and the masking or anything
1: like that? I think it's just basic, like how it is at the moment. It's just sanitizing where your mask on set. Okay. And they'll give a set protocol, change it a bit. But um, I don't think we get tested like you guys do. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. <laughs> I'll find <laughs> sure. out tomorrow. But I don't think it's... Like, like, you guys are experiencing it, but it is quite strict mm-hmm. sanitizing, wearing your mask, having that on all the time.
0: Are y'all having a, 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 another spike right now, a second wave, or we're even calling it, like, a third surge here? It's, it's, If it weren't so dire, it would be kind of funny, like, everybody trying to figure out the right terms to, like, refer to everything. Like, oh, is it the third surge? Is it the second wave? Did it, like, ever even really go away to begin with? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> How are things for, for you there now <laughs> um it's more like provinces at the moment that they want to lock down mm-hmm. so so where I'm from it's a it's a hot spot the garden route where you get like nice the wilderness Mossel Bay those areas it's a hot spot at the moment so they want to maybe like shut it down and change our uh, rules that we have like curfew all around is 12 o'clock but they they want to change till 10 o'clock, mm. and then only like bars, no, no on-site consumption and stuff like that. So it, it so it's starting to become different in every province. So at the moment, it's still like nationwide the same, but it's going to change soon. Gotcha. The hotspots.
0: So, so since March or so, has it been that you've been on these, uh, like, kind of a consistent nationwide policy, or or have the rules kind of changed throughout the year?
1: No, it's been nationwide. All the rules, all all the same in every town and province. But now they want to change it to close down and narrow down the hotspots and the right. movement, and also um, the Garden Route is a very well-known holiday. Yeah. Um, destination so people are just going to be coming in so I think they need to like just tidy it up so that mm-hmm. the locals don't get sick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah have you uh, do you know much about like have your borders been closed to tourists or just I mean to, to people coming in and out um, throughout the year or is that something that's changed over time?
1: Uh, our borders they were closed in March when the lockdown happened in South Africa they closed it and then uh, I think about m- two months ago they opened it back up for international travel to come in and out and then also in August they opened up provincial travel that you can now fly to different provinces because that was also locked down. You had to, if you wanted to come say from Gauteng to the Western Cape, you had to have a permit, a working permit stating where you're going, what are you doing for you were only allowed to travel for work um, and if you're a service that it's needed, it. otherwise mm-hmm. you were stuck home and <laughs> the
0: and, and essential
1: was, services and things.
0: Mm-hmm. And that was um, strictly the the flights were cancelled, or were there actually like roadblocks and checkpoints on the on the roads as well?
1: <laughs> yeah, all the domestic flights were cancelled. That only opened up in August, mm-hmm. and then also there was roadblocks at every border or crossing, like going into a new province. Mm-hmm. So that's where you had to show your papers, affidavits from the police station and then sometimes they will test you at the station They and, and they'll let you go. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, if your papers is not legit, then they send you back. Cause, um, yeah. I, knew, I know about a few cases where they phone people and say, is it legitimate, is this people coming to work for you, are you actually moving, is there a funeral? So this restrictions on funerals was like only 50 people allowed. Mm -hmm. Um, No no outdoor events, no indoor events, and no, all the restaurants were closed. That was quite sad, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people lost their jobs in the industry. And also coming back from Toba to the garden, it was really, really sad to see all the little shops and coffee shops, they're just closed. They're not open anymore. There's, There's nothing inside them anymore.
0: Yeah that's, um, that's something that we're definitely experiencing here. Um, I read something recently about uh, this bar called the Saturn Bar which is kind of like out in, in an area of town that's like becoming kind of hipper and a little more gentrified and kind of like I don't know if it, some people refer to it as like the Brooklyn of, of New Orleans in the Bywater area but like back in the day it was like very rough and tumble and it clung to a little bit of that feeling and aesthetic and um i always liked going to it on uh, well the couple times that i went were on monday nights which meant that i didn't go that often because monday is not an easy night to go out (laughs) but there's this great uh band called uh king james and the special men and they like wore jumpsuits and played like old uh like blues rock and stuff and so fun you know, just like remembering those times like crowded up on the balcony and the whole dance floor just like (laughs) packed below and i heard that they we um, weren't opening uh, again. This other bar called Circle Bar, where I actually like played a couple times. It was the the first place that I ever actually performed in New Orleans when I was like <laughs> new and, and trying to work up the confidence to do it. And so we're we're dealing with with that type of shutdown as well and then yeah. sometimes you'll hear about like uh like this bakery Belgard. oh they're they closed and we're mourning it and then a couple months later it's like we're back <laughs> so yeah. i have this like uh you know to use a phrase that gets overused this this year like cautious optimism like okay maybe saturn bar will come back maybe circle bar will come <laughs> back but um yeah definitely yeah a lot of this like
1: small towns like, they get their money from like, tourism mm-hmm. and now that there's no tourism really happening and the only tourism in South Africa is South Africans, um, they're not really generating the income to keep the places open, which is really, really sad because mm-hmm. like Stellenbosch, there's a few bars at the university that's been there for years and years and years and years and sadly, they closed down. And also Wilderness, which is a beautiful place in South Africa and the Garden Route, and and some of the long-time places there that we have spent time, like lots of time with friends there, and stuff. They just closed, and it's sad, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's,
1: it's, where it's, have you spent
0: the book of your time um, here? Like you mentioned, being in Joburg, and then that you're you live in the the Garden Route area now. You're in Cape Town. Like where where have you been for the most of the year?
1: Uh, for most of the year, I've been like in the Garden Route. Mm-hmm. I got a lift from Joburg down with my little permit saying I'm coming to go come work for my dad.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: so how you been living so in, in Joburg
0: until March?
1: Uh, June, June. Oh. I was three months alone on lockdown you yeah.
0: Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, alone in that, like you lived by yourself, or alone, like you were quarantining with some flatmates or something.
1: No, I had a flatmate at that time, but she worked at the hospital. She was, oh. so she was like, so it was quite scary at the beginning, working for her, working at the hospital, yeah. coming home to me, and then like take off your clothes, wash everything separately. That we didn't make, after didn't yeah. Talk Afrikaans in English, to car <laughs> <laughs> you know my English is failing me today. But anyway, sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a proper South African. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, it's funny yeah. because, uh,
0: like, I've I've in- interviewed, this is, I think, the eighth episode, so I've interviewed a lot of people, and I'm yeah. always just, like, so wowed by, it, like, just that I'm able to talk to people around the world in English, and, like, whether they're in Curacao or France or wherever they are, they speak good English, <laughs> but you get less, I mean, English is one of your first languages.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, to get back to that, it was quite scary in the beginning she had to like take her clothes off, shoes off, everything had to be separate from mine and it was quite stressful and anxiety was running high and then later on you know it becomes the norm you know it's like we're living with this now this is the norm like looking at the shopping malls I still go like we're all wearing masks it's so funny (laughs) and now I've I've been a little of a rebel during lockdown because I've been traveling safely but Mm -hmm. traveling and sticking around a certain group of friends not moving out of that but I've been like all over the garden roots and Cape Town and just going to the mountains and just making the most of what's actually happening Mm because we don't really actually know what's happening because a lot of the things that it's funny is that we don't understand how you have to put your mask on to walk into a restaurant and then you can take it off again it, it, <laughs> it's like the, the, the mass is not really adding up and I think there's the side of people that goes like well we have it so mm-hmm. get it or you know you're not gonna get it stay at home stay safe or stay out but be safe because mm-hmm. it, it's quite a thing because you can sound very ar- sorry ar- arrogant yeah you know, mm-hmm. if if you actually don't just go about, do what you want to do, and people can think like you don't really care, but how long? It's been 10 months. <laughs> we can't go on like this for years. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And actually, um, I was listening to something on the radio um, over the weekend about how, um, yeah, there are these sort of silly seeming rules and that it can be be like bad, I don't know, just like lends people ammunition who are skeptical of the whole system if they're making rules that don't really make sense. And they cited something from South Africa actually, which was that um, I guess early on, or like over our summer, but your winter, um, one of the rules that was passed was that you could only go out and buy winter clothes. And so people like weren't able to like buy open-toed shoes or something because they weren't considered winter clothes. or weren't considered an essential thing to buy And people were just just like, but, but I wear these in my house. Like, like, why are you, this is such a like arbitrary and like stupid thing to prevent me from doing that's like not doing anything meaningful about the virus. Um, and, and yeah, regarding the restaurant thing, like I've seen so many memes that are like, so you're making us eat outside, but then we built this little building in the outside. So we kind of made it inside outside (laughs) And, and just like. Like and, and so you you can definitely see why people get a little bit aggravated with the the situation. And I've said, yeah, no, uh, it's strange. Mm-hmm. I've said a lot of times on this podcast that I, I wish that like stricter measures had been put in place earlier, or more uniform measures. And partially listening to that article um, made me realize that like, it's kind of less about the measures and more about the attitude. And the two do go hand in hand. Like like you're saying, if you just, if people know I need to be careful, if I, I need to know that I do this in a safe way, and if that means there's a mask mandate, and that's like influencing my psychology that I'll like take this more seriously, and, and now people don't even want to do the small, like, useful things that really would be helpful oh. because there's just, like, not a, yeah. a good attitude toward it <laughs> from a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I think the, the weirdest thing for me was, like, in the beginning, um, because coming from a coastal town, I know a lot of friends that they are surfers, they couldn't surf. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why couldn't you be, like, you, you like... There's social distancing in the water, obviously. (laughs) Like, it was just a lot of people, and then they started to, like, catch up at the beaches and, you know, said, like, no, why can't we surf? And they had, like, gatherings of, like, fighting for it because it just really didn't make sense. Like, I get the sanitizing, wearing a mask, like, be safe. I, I get that. But some of the things, it's just ridiculous. It's like, you know, we have to live with this. Why are we, like, making it so hard to live with? Mm-hmm. and I think the, the harder you're gonna make it for people the more you're gonna get a rebellious side of people that's just gonna go like
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. and, and you're you're seeing that for sure um so well back to so back to being in joburg what what was your um your flatmates was she like a, a doctor or a nurse or did she do more like admin stuff at the hospital like what was her her role in that setting and also what um, was she like part- was- in Joburg, like, were you at that place where the hospitals were getting, like, overburdened with COVID patients, or did, do you not really remember it reaching that level?
1: No, um, like, not in the areas where I, I stayed, but um, she did work for a government hospital. She's an occupational therapist, so, um, they canceled all the outpatients, so they didn't see anyone that... Came in and stuff, only like patients that were staying inside of the hospital. And I I think it was like scary for her because she experienced, like, phoned me, um, we had a case today, we have COVID in the hospital. And then, okay, coming home, what's going to happen? And then by by the fourth, fifth time, it was like, no, there wasn't COVID for school. And then by the fifth time, I was just like, just get into the house, go shower, it's fine. Uh, I'm like, I, I was like, you uh, mm-hmm. can't, live, can't, can't live in fear. hey? Like, we know it's like, we're not raised or, or we humans. We can't live in fear. Like, yeah, so yeah. it's not going to work. But it's just like to be a, a little bit more conscious at that time. Like, we didn't allow people to come to our house mm-hmm. because of her going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she, she can take it to the hospital. So it was also about disrespecting you yeah, know, the space you're going to move into.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then when you, I guess the time would have been different, but then when you came to uh, the Garden Route in June, did you notice a, a big difference there between, I'm I'm guessing where you are and the Garden Route isn't the, uh, like a, a big city like Joburg is, so did you notice a, a difference between how things were being handled in those different areas?
1: Yeah, it's 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 quite different everywhere where you go. Like you'll get in the Goth route, you'll get towns where people are just like, never mind it. They don't wear masks. They do, don't follow anything. Mm-hmm. they just YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then you get like places that's like really really serious. Like for example, when I went to Joeburg, like I went to a shop and they didn't want to allow me in with a buff. Mm. so there's places that only allows you with a mask and there's places that allows you with a, a bath. so and it, mm. I think it's like a per, not a personal thing but it depends on how you want to like do it some mm-hmm. places you could go in the beginning there was like security guards at every front door spraying you now this is a bottle you <laughs> spray you yeah. spray you want hand, you wipe it, or you spray, it, or you wipe it, or you, do, you, you do what's you're gonna do? What's gonna protect you and the people you're gonna be around? with. Yeah, you know, it's 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 been it's almost a year that we've been living with this pandemic. And, I know. But I don't wanna I don't wanna sound rude, but I mean, if if it's quite it's, it's quite funny because sometimes when you have friends over by eleven o'clock, you wish they would just go home. tired. <laughs> <laughs> and now. <laughs> and now with, sorry, is there any of my friends listening to this? And now with curfew, it's like, yes, by twelve, Yes, <laughs> yes. No, I've thought to myself uh, multiple times,
0: I'm like, well, this is, COVID has really helped my ghosting game, man. Like, I get to break plans all the time. I get to just be like, you know what? I think I should rather just, like, stay at home today. <laughs> Because since working on the show, I I really felt that way, like, for it to be happening at the same time that we're, like, seeing another spike here, it's like, I I really don't, like, more than almost ever, I don't want to get this virus, because now it, like, very directly impacts me in this, in this working way, and now I've come to see, like, impacts Everybody like it's hundreds of us that aren't working for these three days because a couple of people showed up positive. So I have like a really good incentive, um, where where like I mean I guess the incentive was always there, but um, you know before it kind of was like, am I overreacting? Like oh yeah okay we'll go for a walk and we'll stay masked up, but. Yeah, the couple, like, little gatherings I've tried to go to and, like, do it in a responsible way, either it sucks, like, because it sucks to try (laughs) to, like, socialize with people while you're masked up, and especially if you're, like, in a situation where you're maybe meeting new people, and it's, like, so hard to make that connection, Um, or people end up, Breaking the rules, and it's like, oh well, now we're drinking, so of course our masks are down, and like, well, you know what? We're not six feet apart, and so like at this point, I just kind of would rather avoid even like small gatherings because, yeah, like either we're gonna be breaking the rules and like not <laughs> or it's just gonna be a really like not great way to be socializing. <laughs> so, I've gotten really back into knitting. Wow. a lot of a lot of night. I, I knit this sweater actually. <laughs> <laughs> lot of, lot of, I'm, I'm binging the crown again like yeah I'm having to like learn to settle into my homebody ways which is also okay because it's getting colder here again so it's just like hunker down. but it's
1: but it's weird because there's in the beginning say like like when it's cold then it's more dangerous and when the heat it's less dangerous because it's like our summer now and we're experiencing a spike in one province like mm. we, it's it's just getting crazy mm-hmm. and then also like like I I'm I for one like I don't know it's it, is, it has been like I think once it's been close to home someone I know had it but also like he was fine
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was fine and then obviously my parents are friends but they have it and I know a friend's friends that that people that died from it so it's like you know it is there but like yeah though that's that's
0: absolutely part of the experience as well and again something I was hearing on the radio yesterday it's like that's been a psychological hardship because it is hard to take it so seriously and because the people who get sick and die from it they are doing that in isolation so like even if you know that's a a real thing that's happened and like you're saying the funerals like have to be kept small and like you don't even like get that full like processing and grief element of it in a sense so yeah it it has seemed like a very like far even as it's like so like around i i agree with you like i know a few people in my age group who've gotten it, and it's been the oh I like yeah I lost my sense of smell for a month, and yeah I felt pretty lousy for a couple days, but um, and when you see a lot of people with those experiences, or even like our president who got it, and then was like haha oh, like <laughs> and I'm fine like it's <laughs> fine too, and it's like you got a super expensive treatment that's not available to most people, <laughs> like you can't hold your experience up to to what other people are going through, but but then yeah knowing that um, that you know this 23 year old person was in the hospital for two months and then died and that wasn't supposed to happen and so anything could happen to to anyone and and especially like just you know seeing our death toll rise like it's up to almost 270,000 people in the United States who have died and when we're having 200,000 new cases a day at a one percent death rate then that's like 200 or sorry, 2,000 new deaths you can count on coming from those that new caseload that day or whatever. So like,
1: I mean, we just came out of winter and no one had flu. Mm -hmm. That's a record for South Africa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really, you had a you had a a very low flu season.
1: Well, I don't really know if people had flu or they had COVID because we don't really know. Yeah. Because some tests, because I know well, I know people that went for a test. And it said it's positive. I it went to the, a different lab that the same day did the test and it said it's negative. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> so it, it does that does play with your mind and it does make you go like, well, okay. Is the numbers correct? Like I, I know it exists, COVID exists, it's there, mm-hmm. people die, people mm-hmm. get it. But is is the numbers correct? Mm-hmm. Because it's also like it's like our uh, it can like a yeah, like it's it's like people are losing jobs and it's it's getting like crazy, like you know, mm-hmm. like like how long are you gonna talk about the numbers? Just is it real or not? Like we need to yeah. fix some. Yeah.
0: Um, and in terms of, I mean, you mentioned this was the first uh, job that you had this year, but you also mentioned that when you went um, home in June, it was under the pretense of working for your dad. So, like, was that were you actually able to get some work through your dad or? Or Like, has the government provided unemployment benefits or anything? Like, how have you, like, made it through this time? Like, a little work.
1: Uh, I might speak under correction, but um, for the film industry, um, I, uh, what I gathered is, like, they had their own funds. We didn't get money from the government. I speak under correction because I, I for one, know all my friends, that's in the industry. We, we didn't get anything from the government regarding not having employment jobs being cancelled. You know, mm-hmm. when you freelance in South Africa, more, most of the jobs is international people coming in shooting here. Yeah. So local jobs like it was non-existent. So I didn't I didn't get help from the government in my industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad is in the construction company, so he also opened up a little bit later but oh, I do things for him but otherwise I'm I'm I've been 10 months on December holiday <laughs> <laughs> um and but
0: so effectively without much of an income you're saying yeah um and so like did you just move back in with your parents or did you have savings like have you how have you been able to like manage that
1: oh uh, yeah, yeah no i've had savings so i've worked with that so i'm fine with that mm mm-hmm uh yeah I don't know just work wisely with your money make the best of it and you know yeah. <laughs> live live just live live, live. yeah no, like, for sure.
0: at, the, at, the,
1: at the end of the day it, you know it's either going to work out or it's not going to work out but the road to both those answers is just to live very loud and enjoy <laughs> it <laughs> you know? so, I love that, I love so that I attitude
0: think, I love that spirit
1: I, I definitely do not want to get COVID and die tomorrow and then I stayed in My little cubicle for ten months. (laughs) Did I I die of COVID or depression? I don't know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So. No, I, I the I thought something sweet that I remember from my France interview is that they were talking about the old people who died from loneliness, which um, like isn't a, a narrative or like a way of describing it that we talk about here. Um, and I, so I wasn't sure if it was like like a French cultural understanding of the situation, but like whether or not we identify it as such, like we definitely think about um, you know the the old people doing you know, just being alone in times when they're not used to it. We had our Thanksgiving holiday um, last two weeks ago, I guess, um, which is just, I don't know if you would have been in Thailand in in the November that I was there because we had like a Thanksgiving (laughs) event at my house, uh, like an international. We didn't have turkey. Somebody brought some chickens or something. Uh, but yeah it's just a, a bi- next to christmas like the biggest like important holiday get together with your family everybody travels and stuff and everybody i mean across the country we're told don't travel please don't travel please do not get together with your families canada did this last month and this is why canada's in such a huge uh, spike right now please don't do it and so a lot of people did it, and my family cancelled our plans but my poor grandma in in Minnesota, 85 years old, and she spent the holiday by herself in her house. And my heart broke when my mom told me that. I was like, oh my gosh. I like, it's just so sad for me to think about And when I called my grandma, she was in a great mood. My aunt had just come (laughs) by, she had brought her, my aunt brought her like a a beautiful meal. It sounded like my grandma mentioned probably five times in the conversation, how delicious all the food was. And she's, she's had like a lot of support and you know, her kids come by and like check in with her from a distance. And when things weren't so bad, she was able to actually like get together with people including myself. Um,
1: Well, I, I think if you like, if you move in the same circle like, we're quite a big group of friends in the Garden route, mm-hmm. and we move together the whole time. Like, I'll go visit those two friends and those two friends, but those two friends will visit them. Mm-hmm. So we, we're constantly just moving around in the same circle, which mm-hmm. I think, I think, <laughs> I think it's safe. I think it's safe because, you know, we're not going out all about. We, we're we still just mm-hmm. carrying together and having, like, parties together and little intimate things together and staying over and brides and you know and mm-hmm. we're not being naughty <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we do um, you, you do feel naughty like like sometimes when you go to some when you post pictures you go like oh i feel so bad for doing that because my 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 uncle is a doctor in south africa in pe in east london around that area and like, it's it's so hard for me to, I, I'm I'm doing my social thing and I'm going about my thing and living my life and, you know, wearing my mask, doing my sanitizer, but I'm travelling a lot mm-hmm. where my uncle has to go to a hospital and he has to see people die every day, nurses, staff, you know, friends, clothes, people mm-hmm. die and they live with that trauma every day. He lives with that trauma of, I, I, I'm in it the whole time. I'm... I'm I'm surrounded with COVID, the virus, 24/7, and then there's people like me that just uh-huh. so you do, like kind of feel guilty, uh-huh. but yeah, you know,
0: I mean, I'm a little rebel. <laughs> well, and, and like I like you, and maybe I, some somebody has said um, that you do like if you're taking it seriously and you feel like you're taking your precautions then there's a little bit of common sense that comes into it and um yeah like I I live alone so I don't have a household and so even like basically through all phase there's been two of my close friends who also live alone and at the very least they were in my like quarantine crew we would call it and um (laughs) and I and I, I don't know I feel like New Orleans is like a little different than other cities anyway because because like I don't know I don't feel like it's just like skyscrapers and super densely populated so like I was when I heard about people just confined to like tiny apartments and hardly leaving the house and like never wearing jeans that's like I, I wear jeans like <laughs> I put on jeans and take my dog for a walk and like have lunch by the bayou and so I was able to like be outside and like uh, but in it kind of like you're saying I would I would be wondering like am I am I doing the wrong thing like am, am I not doing lockdown right because I haven't been just like in my house the whole time um but again, like, looking at the actions I'd been taking and being like, no, I don't feel like I was really putting myself or, or anybody at risk by by doing these things.
1: Um, uh, but but the funny thing about about it is, like, even though the hospitals are, like, overcrowded and they're full at the moment, my, my mom was in the hospital two weeks ago, and I had to take her luggage. Like, I couldn't even go into the hospital and, like, she went in for operation and they let her out the same day or the second day because they said to her, she's safer outside of the hospital than inside the hospital, Mm. which is like, (laughs) okay, ways to think if I get COVID, I don't want to go to the hospital. I'll like, story Well,
0: well, is it not because like there's so much COVID in the hospital? So if you have COVID already, then I guess at that point, you might as well be in the hospital. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: I, I probably also think it's the type of operation you had. But oh, yeah. it was just, it's just funny that they would say you're safer outside than inside.
0: Mm, so she went to the hospital for a non-COVID-related issue? No, non-COVID-related. Okay. Okay.
1: But, but there was also like two people that also went in for operations. They went in negative of COVID and then they never went out because they tested positive and died, but they didn't even have it. I I don't know what operation they went for, but they were in the same room as my mom. And she told me, like, these people, they came in for a normal operation. They said it was knee-op and then they were, because you need to be tested before Uh you get any operation. They test you for COVID. So obviously they tested negative. They got the operation and then... They tested positive for COVID and they they don't, they're dead. So it's weird. It's it's really weird. Wow. Oh, that's terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. That that's awful. It is. Well, it sounds
1: like I mean, I'm glad that they let your mom out because it sounds like they're 100 percent right and she was safer out the hospital. But, so for me to, I, I don't think I don't I, I can't speak because I've never had it. But I would say if I had COVID, I, the, the scariest part for me would be like going to a hospital. Mm-hmm. I would rather like just I don't know, chew on his lemon and stay
0: at <laughs> home. <laughs> what has it been like? So you're you're brand new in in Cape Town. Like you haven't really spent any Cape time in Cape Town until today, during this.
1: No, I was no, I've, I was here about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I was okay. here. I'm just traveling. But um, yeah, uh I'm quite excited to see what said protocol is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Walking back onto a film set and seeing mm-hmm. what's going to happen. It's so I'm excited. It's for,
0: for us, like, again, I was super happy to be back at work and also like the least experienced person on the set. So I was still kind of just like stars in my eyes and like happy to be here. <laughs> Um, but people are really like, uh, so the way that we have to do it, everybody has to wear a mask at all times, unless like you're, you're eating and then in the the lunchbox, like they have it all like cordoned off like plastic barriers between every seat and everything. So I mostly try not to eat in there. I'll eat by myself somewhere else. Um, And then when the actors are on set because they obviously have to take off their masks for the shooting then you have to wear a face shield over your mask um which is just hellish at times like because like the, you're getting so fogged up like I, I remember I had to read like offstage lines for a phone call that one of the, the characters was having and it was like already very dark and I had like headphones on over my face shield over my mask and it's like getting so fogged up and I'm like trying to read this like tiny print <laughs> in this <laughs> dark room it was like oh my god there's like way too much to <laughs> right now you see the guy holding the boom mic, like this huge dude, like, uh, holding the 40 foot pole and like his face mask, like totally just like fogged or the face shield totally fogged up. And there's, I've seen so many different kinds of face shields as people are like trying to figure out the best one that isn't going to like get fogged up or like totally get in the way of things. Um, so yeah, people are very, uh, very unhappy about it but i would say that if like a couple people tested positive and it wasn't completely widespread then that's a testament to like the measures being somewhat effective and then like like i said getting tested three times a week and in fact i got tested well they kept um pushing back our start date because we had a hurricane and some <laughs> related issues with that. <laughs> but i was tested four times before i even went to set the first day um the like
1: because- actual covid phase.
0: Mm-hmm. they the, stick it up your nose and, and swipe so it around how, how long does it take for you to get the results
1: they buy you guys
0: um th- I don't know who they send it off to but you have to be tested um like three days before any given um shift so like if I have to work Monday then I have to like be tested the Friday before um and then I'll get another test on Monday so that I could continue working like through the week and it just uh oh, okay. up for that. So if you had any similar testing protocol to what we have you would have already been tested because you would have needed to have a test done three days before you showed well, up the
1: first day. Well you you're more than welcome to in two weeks time do a follow-up um oh, sure. about or I'll, how, I'll pop in how, with you at least yeah, how it was working, sourcing outside before mm-hmm. a shooting and then on state. Mm-hmm. More than happy to. Yeah, do so are,
0: are you doing like, uh, so you've got some like prep work and stuff to do starting tomorrow yes. before you actually shoot? Yeah.
1: Okay. Like, but, uh, so I saw some props. Gotcha.
0: Is, is that your department? You're in the props department?
1: our department is okay
0: cool and it's a nice
1: department (laughs) i do love my art
0: department guys (laughs) they're very very sweet um uh there's a couple things that i try to touch on in all the episodes Uh, school is usually one of them like um do you know how schooling is being handled now either on like elementary level or up to university like are they doing in-person school or virtual school or a mix of the two of them
1: um, so it, it depends from government and private. So what I know about private is they go to school and I think they only wear a uniform once a week to have different chains of clothes. Mm. And then you can you can either choose to do online or go to school. It's an option. Um, government schools close down, but they open up again. And I think they we're going on summer break now. Mm. Yeah. I think summer break is coming up now, and then universities, um, uh, as far as I know, it hasn't been going on, uh, but online universities like UNISA has been going, because mm-hmm. my sister is writing in Sam's, but I actually don't know about the university level, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it's over
0: Got it. And have you been tested at all? Like, has that been an a option for you? That's another, the testing availability and, and everything is something that I've been interested in across the world. Uh,
1: no, really. If you're sick, you just go to the doctor and then mm-hmm. sometimes they'll go like, no, it's not COVID. Or some doctors will go like, no, please go for the test. So I think it also depends on your GP. And like symptoms and things, but it's it's very like vague because it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Like is it flu, is it COVID? or, or you gonna, gonna give me some flu mates or are you gonna send me <laughs> for the taste? What are you gonna do? Yeah.
0: But if because you just wanted you know, to go if you just wanted to go get a test, like would you be able to do that or would you know like how or where to do that or would you like have to have the doctor's recommendation first?
1: No, you, no, you can just go and pay for it though, but it's quite okay. expensive. I think it's about six hundred or seven hundred then
0: okay uh do you have any idea what the rand to dollar conversion rate is i can't remember i think, it's, I I think it's 17
1: 17, I it's 17. okay well, 14, that's, a, I don't
0: know. that's a really hard number to divide so uh we'll say 600 brand divided by 17 <laughs> i guess it's almost what? Well,
1: <laughs> like 30 it's, it's, say 28 dollars
0: yeah okay gotcha gotcha yeah. Um, And then I had asked about the unemployment benefits. You said that it wasn't really made available to you, but like the bar owners that are closing down or these small businesses, do you know if they got any type of governmental assistance?
1: Well, well, we have unemployment funds. Yeah, so it's like this every month when you're permanent or you work that you pay like say a percentage of your salary paid to the unemployment fund. So when you lose your job, you can claim back from that. So there has been the COVID where you can claim back from that. And then some people did get, other people didn't get. Some people are still waiting. Mm. So, you know, there's there's people like that lost everything. Uh, I know of a friend or oh, acquaintance, I know um, he actually moved into a tent. He stayed into a tent. He, that's, he stayed into someone's garden in the tent, but also. Um, how, what I've read about him and what he shared is also he, like people are starting to have more a conscious gratitude for things you have now. You know, mm-hmm. you're more aware of, you know, you don't waste as lot mm-hmm. as much sorry, as you used to. And, um, you know, everything now is more a blessing than it's ever been.
0: No, that's, that is that so, is absolutely true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's... as he's back on his feet and his, he... He got some gigs and he's busy, like, coming back up on mm-hmm. his feet. And it's going to be really sad if they lock down do us another lockdown because I don't think, like, we can actually um, afford to have, have it again. I think then we're going to be broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> South Africa, well, we're already broke. <laughs> we're so much dead. <laughs>
0: I laugh because I sympathize. Like we yeah, have so um, much, so much debt over here. It's a. <laughs> um,
1: I, I I thought my credit card is bad. Have you seen South Africa's credit card? <laughs> have it's you bad. seen America's? <laughs>
0: Don't we owe you money? <laughs> oh, well, if you do, like it's just dwarfed by the money that we owe China. Though I imagine you owe China a bunch of money too, because China's basically bought up Africa, from what I understand. So. <laughs> um own, owns us. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah we'll all be laughing in a few years won't we <laughs> um but so yeah if you so so our restaurants and bars open again like you said your friend got gigs were they a musician or or what yeah kind of, okay so like little music a winning gigs. okay
1: a- a lot of people had to cancel their weddings mm. this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people changed the wedding to a little micro-wedding, which mm-hmm. I think if you want to go read up about micro-weddings, it's better than anything else. Um, yeah, so guests limited, same like funerals, same like any indoor events, social distancing around, bars are open. There's a lot of social distancing in bars. <laughs> a lot everyone um, is 1.5 meters away
0: <laughs> um, if you're only listening to the audio version of the podcast Stella is using air quotes big time for all of this uh, social distancing that is happening in bars so as to I would imagine suggest that there is not actually a lot of social distancing <laughs> happening in bars because of course there's not
1: <laughs> it's, it's, How do you do it I think it's, it's really it's impossible to actually like control it like you know there's a thing outside Africa where um when you go to a shop that people will queue on you like they'll literally stand on top of you and you'll be like any more close than I need to update my Facebook status to a <laughs> relationship but now but now with COVID like no one is like you know on your shoulder uh-huh. breathing so, so that's quite that's a benefit of COVID if we yeah there's there's benefits and negatives
0: yeah no i texted my brothers the other day because it's finally getting cold here again and sucked it up and put on my coat and took the dog for a walk oh ollie you know the dog but um and as i like crossed into the french quarter which is where more people are and that's usually when i'm like okay better put on the mask now i was like Whoa, it's like so warm to breathe behind my mask. And I like <laughs> my brothers. I'm like, okay, so love wearing a mask when it's cold outside. This is pretty great. Like my face is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have this that I created. So it's like you. It's like a breathing. You yes. put your glasses on. Uh huh so I just put this on so then I just pop my mask on yeah Yeah,
0: I've seen a few of those but I have not upgraded to that uh, myself one of the girls on set um, has been crocheting like a little strap with two buttons on either side that you put behind your neck and then the the loops of your mask can link onto the buttons so they don't have to like wear on your ears and so it's cute like you see everybody on set with their little like strap people are getting very uh innovative with with their with their covid fashion <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know, they were i remember like one day i walked into a, a grocery store but like everybody was just like looking at me and i was like what's wrong what's uh-huh. wrong you know no i'm i'm like I'm, I'm eye candy why are people like looking as if i'm not eye candy and i i, I realized oh, I'm walking around without my mask. Mm. But no one would say anything. People will just, like, look at you, like... I think I think actually in the beginning of COVID in South Africa, there was someone that got locked locked up and they got, like, uh, almost went to jail for, like, like trying to, like, murder someone. They saw it like that, like, attempt murder because the guy had COVID and then went into the public, so he got... Tapped on his wrist for like attempt murder. It was like Great. crazy. Wow. Yeah, you, you wow. can you can get arrested if they find out intent yeah, to kill. And, you know, go out. <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's amazing.
0: Oh, what was the, the other thing that I had heard about in South Africa um, was that there had been like a, a liquor sales ban and then there was like some rioting and looting associated with that in the early days. Was that like a, a real thing that happened or was that something a little inflated by the media or, or what was your read on that situation?
1: Well, well well well, just to show you well, this normally costs about 60 bucks for six beers okay um during lockdown those six beers would cost you 250 like 250 so that's about like say normally say it would be like ten dollars it went up to like 30 dollars yeah for six so, so the prices were very very crazy but the the riot was more about the cigarettes because of the oh, people of believing that you know zuma she, it's her cigarettes and things but don't want to get too political but yeah. I mean, you're well. Because you don't was, have
0: to. You don't have to avoid the politics on my behalf, because of course I'm very intrigued. But if you feel like you should avoid any topics of discussion for <laughs> your own reasons, I um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's South
1: Africa. They might see
0: it and then they come locking up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. is still your president? Is that is that right? I haven't kept up. Or no, it... Ram- Ramaphosa is. Ramaphosa, Spesuma. but you you've been.
1: Ema- oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Zuma, the wife. Oh, his the girl, wife. The lady. Oh, okay. The, yeah. Yeah. Is she, she, like, blocked is she? us. I don't want to get locked out here. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll have to do some uh, some of my independent <laughs> research because
0: I don't want you to get yeah. in trouble, but I'm, like, very yes, fascinated by this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was happening, and then they banned cigarettes for quite a while because, you know, there's that whole song they had when you share the soul, when people soul.
0: Okay, so I had no idea what Zell was talking about here, but it's the song that's now currently playing behind the podcast. And I'll also take this moment to say that I did a little independent research, and it sounds as though the former president's wife is now a politician in her own right, and she has some alleged ties to some tobacco smugglers. So the suggestion is that she benefited from this ban on... Domestic tobacco brands, as far as I believe I understand the situation to be.
1: Anyway, you must actually listen to it, find uh, it on YouTube. It's funny, like, we remix everything in South Africa. Wait, so is,
0: um, is, is like an Afrikaans thing, a is that That's when you like share a cigarette together?
1: Yeah, Azol, okay. and you share it. And then, okay. then she. He said on a national speech addressing the nations, he said, because you people, you share the soul And when people soul you share the saliva. So they started the song with people soul with a voice. And it's quite a catchy tune, it is. But the people South Africans, we make fun of everything, you know. <laughs> Oh my up god, I love fix- that.
0: Like, it's just, yeah, it's funny, like, oh, because people share cigarettes too much, we must ban cigarettes, instead of maybe being like, don't share your cigarettes. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, and then the only cigarettes that was available was all the ones that's not from South Africa, That that's, yeah, that was weird. It's very disgusting, I think people paid up to, like, $60, $70 for a carton. Gosh. Is that why you roll your own? Or you always kind of rolled your own, if I remember. Yeah, i always just rolled. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the alcohol the, the, the thing is also, you know, uh, I kind of got the alcohol thing because when people drink, their personality thoughts just change, like, sometimes. But um, so then you get, like, people, you get braver. you want to get in car, you want to drive, you get angry or whatever. You know, the negative side effect of alcohol and I get that why they bad that because of poverty being so big in South Africa, and you know us as South Africans also like you know drinking so much, mm-hmm. so you know stabbing and gun gunshots stabbing like yeah, you know, and then the neighbor gets angry because you stole her chicken or. I didn't bring back last week's sugar, and now you're beer and now you want to come stay at me. So, mm. you know, the suburbs—it's crazy.
0: Mm. <laughs> it got crazy. People, people got crazy. And, yeah, and I, that's definitely something that gets talked about here too. Like the the like hidden effects of these the, of this lockdown and domestic abuse going up, and depression and suicide, and these negative impacts of isolation and and lockdown, and having to weigh out those consequences to the actual COVID consequences and it's just this incredibly complicated math problem that no one seems to have gotten quite right yet. Um. Well,
1: gender-based violence in South Africa is is a big thing that I personally think is not in control, mm-hmm. and I think our president can focus a little bit more on that than focusing on banning alcohol and banning mm-hmm. cigarettes and things like that. Well, even though alcohol also has an influence on gender-based violence, but if you just like. Like rather take care of those people and then put them in prison, then keep them outside and then during you release thousands of prisoners from prison because they have a petty crime to like, what are, what are you doing? You know, Um our prisons, it's not like, um, how can I put it? You like a prison should rehabilitate someone, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, when you go to prison in South Africa, I feel you walk in there a bad person, you walk out worse. Mm -hmm. Also the abuse that you get in there. Whereas other countries, they have like, prison is like a rehab center for people. Like, what is your problem? Why are you doing this? Let's fix you. And I wish that our country can more like become like that because gender-based violence is the big thing in South Africa. It's the thing that should stop. And I I support the stopping of that more than I would actually support like attending to the rules of COVID-19 mm-hmm. because it's, it's just once again being the country we are focusing on something and then taking away the eye from what's actually the matter. Mm. I mean and then boom they're going to take away our booze so it went from gender-based violence we t- take our booze away. There goes James the Bay's violent out the door. Now everyone is just focusing. Oh, no more booze! No booze. So it looks like the whole of South Africa just cares about alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever you put into the media, everybody starts to care about. But it's mm-hmm. like literally, like I, I thought, like this time, and especially being a country instead Africa, being a rainbow nation, I really, really, really thought this at this time it would be where our government would stand with the people of South Africa which is everyone from all colors and all races but it just doesn't feel like it it still feels like the hierarchy there's still the separation and it feels like they might be using COVID as a easy backdoor mm. and, and that's quite annoying for me about the whole thing if you want to get into politics <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that, but I, I guess, it's, really I guess it's, very, every, it's everywhere like that
0: mm-hmm yeah, no, it's, uh, it definitely has taken up all the air in the room uh, in terms of uh, the the issues that, that people are focused on, for sure. Um, is there any, like, real awareness or opinions on the situation in the United States over there, or are you kind of focused on South African issues more than getting sucked into the Trumposphere <laughs>
1: over here? <laughs> um. Um, the only thing that, like, what I, I've i been really off of the news radar, but the last thing that went on social media and everybody went on about was your election now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah, about yeah, that, that, that's it. And then I heard about Australia being Holland uh, and everyone going on lockdown in France as well because mm-hmm. of an uncle living there. Oh, okay. But it's, I haven't, maybe your news feed is different to everyone else, but even like the media channels I have on my phone it's like it's barely any news about other countries unless you actually go Mm -hmm. on google and go read Mm -hmm. but it's it's, it feels like it's like redirected Mm. and it's never been like that but like we said, we owe China a lot of money so I can understand why it is like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's worth mentioning that you've visited the United States. In fact, we saw each other in D.C. I was trying to remember when that would have yeah. been. Was that 2016, 2017?
1: Yeah, 2017, 2016. Yeah. 2016, I think. I saw My it. favorite place in the whole world. Where? Washington, I love Washington. Oh,
0: I, I don't, re- I don't remember knowing that you had like such a positive experience there. But I'm glad to hear it. Zola and I met at. Um at the nationals stadium before she went and saw an American baseball game. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually go to the game, but there's a fun little, or at least historically, it was a fun congregating area outside the stadium. I don't know what people are doing there anymore these days, but that's exciting. What else did you do in DC that you loved so much? Uh,
1: I went to NASA museum there, NASA, I love space. Uh, I went to go watch ice hockey. Okay, it's yeah. baseball also, and hockey. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, 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 and all the little towns around it. I just took like a train and stuff. And I think Batista or something. I can't even remember. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I just missioned around, and I went to New York. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, that was that was like Times Square. Was like, whoa. but if I can move to DC, Maryland, Maryland, uh, if I can move there today, I'll go. Oh, wow. I don't even think about it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I funny. love the American people.
0: <laughs> well, I I love to hear that because not everybody feels that way. So I, uh, good old Zell, a, a friend of the Americans. <laughs> um yeah, well, this was really fun to catch up. Um, do you have any last uh, thoughts or anecdotes, questions for me or, or anything? Or have you spoken your piece on the COVID situation?
1: <laughs> well, I, I guess in the end, it's just about respecting the space you're moving into next and respecting yourself and others. Mm-hmm. And then just don't forget to live. Don't don't become Corona if you don't have Corona. Like,
0: <laughs> Do you have uh, do you expect your Christmas holiday to be impacted at all? Like are people being suggested to not travel and, and anything? Do you have any idea what your Christmas holiday will look like?
1: So they are asking they are asking people not to travel around and avoid big um, events and things like that. But in the other hand, it's also going to be difficult because like the smaller towns they need, the tourism, they need it to stay alive. So if people come visit this little small towns, so like just be cautious, Mm -hmm. um if you don't feel good stay rather stay in for two days and see what it is about and yeah it's
0: basically that yeah all right well stay safe good luck with the new job uh tomorrow i I will definitely check in with you and uh see how how that goes also learn what it is that you're
1: that you're working on (laughs) (laughs) excited Thanks. thanks
0: for the podcast we really had fun yeah yeah great to catch up and thanks again for, for taking the time out of your, your lovely Thursday afternoon to catch up all right Bye-bye. bye bye alright well thanks for tuning in please do find us on Instagram at Corona Connects Pod or on Twitter at Rona Connects Pod and rate, review, subscribe tell a friend, thanks